time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the I want to see some of that with this. This castle is Hey guys, guess what time it is? Is it is it Whizbiz time? Uh, what is it? Three? Wait, wait, what? Is the big hand is the one with the hours. The big hand has the minutes. The little hand has the hours. What about that fast guy? The fast guy has uh, has uh, an STI. Perfect. It's time for Whizbiz with Alex and Eric. I am Alex, and that is Eric. Yeah, works out. Check yeah. it by checking the title. This is all going well. Yes. Tonight we are discussing. Uh, finally, our entry into the greater mythos of the Wizbizaverse, the Adventure Timeville, uh, episodes 24 and 25 of season two, Mortal Folly and Mortal Recoil. Finally, finally, we're getting into Finn and Jake's uh, Fate of the World uh, and, and eventually Fate of the entire friggin' universe uh, kind of adventures with the Lich. Indeed. And I... I love the turnaround in these episodes because the Lich is so fucking terrifying. Like he's yes. he's just like you know, up until up until these episodes, you could totally get away with thinking of Adventure Time as a children's cartoon. And then you get to this one and it's like here's the Lich and he is Yeah, you can stare the void into your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of staring the void into your soul. Uh-huh. How was your weird Burning Man thing? I made it a point of not asking you about it till there's a mic in front of us. <laughs> uh, it was it was a f- it was an experience. There were a lot of things that I enjoyed, and there were a lot of things that were challenging. Um, it was a lot more. What late. a diplomatic way of wording it. Well, no, no, it's, no, it's, it's fine. true. I, just, no, it's no, true. I, I, I didn't mean that sarcastically. That was like uh, a, that was a so very nice like the, ah. the two the two th- things that were really really challenging. Um, first, the noise level. It was very loud. Uh, until like four o'clock in the morning every night. And I was there for like five nights. So sleep was, uh, sleep was hard to come by. Like I had to, I think at some point my body just sort of shut off, shut off. And it was sort of like, you're sleeping now. No, no big deal. Who cares about the noise? I mean, I used earplugs and stuff and that really helped, but it was just, it was very loud. Um, and then the other thing is there was a, there was a lot more physical labor than I had expected. Um, these are, so this, uh, I was at soak, which is the burning man regional event. So it was like, 2000 people out in out in the woods kind of to the east of mount hood uh and there are all these like theme camps set up everywhere and a lot of the theme camps have like 20 people working on them and they you know so they have got a lot of folks working to do set up and tear down and all that kind of stuff our theme camp had seven people uh and uh one of them wasn't able to help at all and so we were we had a lot of work to do with not a lot of people to do it and that got um that got that was kind of exhausting, but uh, but overall, on I think on the balance, it was a good time. The, there was so much incredible artwork, lots of interesting people to talk to, lots of cool stuff to do. Um, one of the principles of the the Burning Man community is like this idea of gifting. So every camp has like stuff that they're just giving away. So you can just walk down the street and people are constantly like giving you food and drink and stuff. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff about it I really liked. It really kind of felt like. It was like rave culture that was aging, aging rave culture. Yeah. Uh, I saw a few of those big furry leg warmers, you know. Oh, hell yeah. yeah, I, yeah I always really yeah. like those things. Yeah. Uh, uh, lots of people with uh, LED costumes and lots of LED art, but also lots of just awesome art installations and awesome things going on. So it was a good time. Yeah, sounds fun. I won't say that it was necessarily world changing. I know that for a lot of people, these sorts of events are kind of like kind of almost spiritual uh, yeah, there are a lot of people say like it's the highlight of their year. They wait the whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that I really got that out of it. I think, and my theory is that if I'm talking about this too much, then you should make me change the topic. But my no, th- no, okay, my theory is that uh, you know what I'd heard about these sorts of events before ever going to one is like people get really excited about finally getting to like get out into the wilderness or get out away from society and express who they truly are, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you know, that's admirable, but I feel like I already do that. 
I don't really have. This is very much my line of thinking too. Anytime yeah. someone wants like, oh, no, release yourself, go into woods, you can finally be you. I'm like, I'm like, I'm I pretty. Kinda, no, this, I do me. I, yeah, that's that's, uh, I'm not really holding much back. Like, this yeah, is just, I don't <laughs> really like. You know, I, I know. I think what happens is a lot of people um, end up suppressing whole parts of their lives so that they can fit in in ways where they can like get jobs in corporate America or get loans or I don't know, look good to the neighbors or something like yeah. that. But I've never really been into that, no. which has definitely gotten me into a lot of trouble. But it did mean that, you know, like I didn't wear any costumes at at Soak. I just went as myself, I guess. Can you have like a really like low rent wizard hat at some point? <laughs> well, yeah, I that was part of a Halloween costume, but uh, I wasn't going to take it to Soak. It was like 80 degrees there. I'm not wearing some. Oh, I thought that was from Soak. Dumbass vinyl. Oh, no, no, that wasn't from Soak. Oh, you saw that that photo that I sent you. That was from another camping trip, and somebody used an AI image generator to add that wizard hat to me. Oh, is that true? Oh, yeah, I just assumed yeah. there's like some chintzy wizard hat that one of your friends had lying around. <laughs> but that was a different camping hey, trip. Hey, let's let's live on the show. Uh, so some people often ask me about how do I know the words I know, et cetera, et cetera. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm curious about words. Okay, okay. I just said chintzy. Chintzy. I believe chintzy comes from Yiddish. Yeah, see, so I'm just wondering if chintzy... Oh, if it comes from Yiddish, it's probably fine. Oh, okay, good. It's a decorated with chintz, which is like a kind of fabric. Oh. Glazed finish. So it's not from Yiddish. Uh, English? No, it's from Old English. Ah. Uh, so it refers to a it refers to a sort of gaudy cheap yeah, fabric. Yeah, it's printed multicolor cotton fabric with a glazed finish. Ah. Used especially for curtains and upholstery. So um, there's an English, <clears throat> a British English word that I, I'm trying to not use, uh, pont- uh-huh, etc. Uh-huh. Trying so again, trying not to use it because it turns out that's like a super homophobic. Like, oh yeah, it's kind of like a, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just referring to like kind of upper class. Oh. I yeah, but I keep using that word on like, and I try to stop myself. Uh-huh. So my awareness cycle of any words that I'm like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, you're to say that gonna, one. I'm gonna go ahead and just look <laughs> that up. It turns out Chinsy perfectly good. Until <laughs> I find out next week that that's like uh, that you know that's like Romani think that's their N word or something. So okay, hold on. How do you feel? How how's your how are your meditation chops? Meditation chops? Yeah. Are you, are you good at meditating? I'm I'm, a, I'm an okay meditationist. So have you ever I don't know meditated and seen a future version of yourself with like a giant robot arm or anything like that? Not a giant robot arm, like, like a, just a, a normal size. Yeah, like robot a size proper robot arm. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, I had chicken legs that were made out of metal as well. Oh, that's kind of cool. They called never... call me the Bolin Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> I was the nightmare of uh, Baltic uh, children. Uh, <laughs> did you have a Did you have a house uh, with the legs of the Jersey Devil? I mean, who doesn't? I have that the, under this house that we're in right now. <laughs> There's Jersey Devil legs. I mean, really, what aren't Jersey Devil legs when you think about I it? I don't know. So I yeah. assume they're chicken legs. <laughs> no, they're like uh, they're like satyr legs. Oh, yeah. a big hairy goat man. Yeah, legs. kind of goat with the backwards okay. knee or whatever you call that. Well, yeah. I'm not an expert in the Jersey Devil. I've never even been to Jersey. Uh, you're not missing much. Um, there's some nice parts, but there's like nice parts in all the states that surround Jersey, and then you don't uh-huh. have to go through the shitty parts if you go there. What about like the part that Bruce Springsteen is from, like Ashbury Park or whatever? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It's, you know, it's just a shore community. It's, uh, I don't know, it's full of people from New Jersey that would go to the shore and it's, they're, they're gross. They're gross. <laughs> they're gross dirtbag people. They're terrible the reason I was humans. asking you these questions is because it leads into the episode. Yeah, I know. I was trying to get back to it. And okay, okay. Well, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> so we start the episode with uh, Princess Bubblegum uh, trying to teach or leading Finn and Jake in meditation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in her deepest meditation, she sees... The lich. Right, but when Finn does his meditation, he sees himself with a cyborg arm. Yeah. And it's the arm. He he does end up, it's not the same arm, but he does end up much later on getting a cyborg arm, getting a robot arm. Also much earlier on, because in his previous life, he also lost right, his Right, in arm. his previous yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, he's sort of fated to never get to keep that arm, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the lich. And uh, yeah, Princess Bubblegum sees an image of the lich and she's terrified and she takes them to the secret room where the lich is trapped in amber. Yes. But, uh, oh, did you know that I, I figured out where the snail shows up in this? Oh, I didn't notice it. Is it in this one? Uh, so <laughs> that's before we get on to uh, what happens next. Mm-hmm. Let's try to get like a rough timeline of what happened so a thousand years ago was the Mushroom War. And I think the Lich caused the Mushroom War somehow. So how does PB have any interaction with the Lich? So the Lich returns. And 
and fairly recently because Billy fights the Lich. But where did he go? Uh, I don't know if they answered that. I don't know if he got put in suspended animation or if he got... Because it seems like he won by starting the Mushroom War. He should be triumphant. And somehow Except... he just goes away for almost a thousand years. Yeah, I'm not sure that they ever really answered that question. Okay. But we do know that the Lich does return uh, at some point in Billy's lifetime. So, yeah. I don't know, like 50 years ago, maybe. And Billy defeats him. And with uh, Princess Bubblegum's help, they they trap the Lich in Amber. Yeah, I guess I want to know what happens in that interim period, because it seems like, you know, the manifestation of pure evil being loose on Ooh, didn't he didn't really get much done between the Mushroom War and Billy. He didn't. Uh, yeah, I, this must be addressed somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I think this is like one of those like kind of how did how did Hunts and Abadir meet Marceline's mom thing where it's just we're never we, we going to know. We just assume it's just off, it's off screen. Yeah, I was watching a later season episode where uh, it, the episode starts with uh, Marceline's mom with little Marcy on her lap going, and that's how I met your father. Yeah. But there's no, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the snail, uh, who's been in every episode so far, apparently, uh, and every episode after this. Uh, As a joke, though. Yeah, breaks. Like the snail is just a little joke. Yeah. Like you're, you know. You're, Not it's anymore. Like a, it's like an Easter egg. That's like a world the, changer. Um, like the uh, intelligence parasites. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the snail breaks the lich out, which, yeah, that, that amber was not doing so well. Like, probably maybe reinforce the, that shit. Yeah, maybe the snail's just super tough. Or maybe the lich was able to uh, extend his magical power through the snails. But yeah, so the snail gets possessed by the lich and cracks open the amber. And the lich, like, oozes out. The lich is so creepy. Like, the yeah. lich is, just has so many weird-ass magical powers. And he's, I just, I, his character design is amazing it really is great like everything yeah. about him is and his powers are like he stares into your soul and just goes suffer yeah or, yeah stop it, you're he, like Ooh. he just has like this yeah. indomitable will yeah. that just like overpowers you and he's voiced by ron perlman oh that's who it is i knew the and, voice sounded familiar and i forgot to look it up but yeah. i mean like but ron perlman just makes that voice like that voice sounds it's the most adult voice on the show yeah and it is the most serious and it is the kind of voice where you hear it and you're like Oh shit! This is this is dire. Yeah, because of course Ron Perlman he he's got that voice. Yeah, um, I really want to watch Hellboy again now. Ron Perlman. I th- I just realized I no I am thinking of Ron Perlman. Okay, I was getting Ron Perlman and Clancy Brown confused in my head. Oh well, yeah, Clancy Brown does some stuff. He does a lot of voice yeah. stuff. They're yeah. not they don't look like each other, but like I feel like they're in the same level of stuff. Yeah, like we had, just, uh, <laughs> Clancy Brown did a voice already in one of the. I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, uh, he gets out and, uh, PB gives Finn the gauntlet of the hero. Yeah. So here's the thing that I thought was really interesting about that sequence. So not only the gauntlet of the hero, well, the gauntlet of the hero is pretty cool, but like, it kind of looks like Princess Bubblegum has feelings for Finn in this episode. Well, we've talked about this before that she is, uh, a thousand years old. No, I was just going to say she's a bit of a tease, but like, mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable using that term because... Finn's a pre Finn's like, you know, 13, 13 or whatever, yeah. and she's ageless. Um, yeah, there's some inappropriate stuff there. Because here's the thing with PB. She's supposed to be smart. Yeah. And, like, she's aware that Finn has a crush on her. Yeah. And her continuing on is fucking weird. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. Until what happens in the next episode, then I'm fine with it. Really? Yeah. Okay. She's okay. no longer a thousand years old. Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But uh, yeah, but like, so the the Gauntlet of the Hero is amazing and it has more fingers than Finn does. Yeah, I think Billy has an extra finger. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. polydactyl. Uh, and it's just such a cool magic item. Like the, the yeah. eye that opens up and it shoots lasers. I mean, and... for me, I think the, uh, the pink sweater is the cooler magical item. But I'm a fan of love and you're a fan of destruction. You, you know, it's not really love. It's liking someone a whole lot. What What is love but not liking so someone so much persevering well i mean i guess at some point he just call it the like like sweater yeah because he like likes her <laughs> he does 13, like like her i mean that's like professing the, the deepest the deepest, the deepest part of likes heart. yeah when yeah. you're 13 yeah when you like somebody that's really important um see i remember like i've had seven feelings in my life and i think one of which when i was 13 so like i really feel was it liking somebody a whole lot no, no, was, I was really mad at this raccoon in my backyard. Oh, okay. But well, it, like, you know, one one emotion's the same as the other chemically. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. I mean, it's not gas. Uh, you know what I think it actually was. <laughs> so I've had six Turns emotions out there in was my no life. Raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> five, five of which uh, is uh, crying, and one was laughing at a 
old person falling down a flight of stairs. <laughs> so this this episode, one of the things that I think is really clever in the storytelling of this episode is that both of the major antagonists of the show show up, right? So like Ice King shows up. He's still on his kidnapping princess's kick, uh, which normally Finn and Jake take very seriously. But he's such a minor problem compared to the Lich, whose goal is the eradication of all life everywhere, that they're just sort of like, God damn it, we don't have time for this right now. And yeah. they just ignore him and try to rush past him. Well, here's, here's okay, but here's the frustrating thing. I get you can't expect this out of a 13-year-old, but just fucking say you give them permission and then deal with it later. The world's about to end, Finn. But Finn, just say Finn, I, won't, Finn won't lie. You don't have to lie. That it's, is a lie. No, you're saying like... Here's the thing. You say, I give you permission to marry Princess Bubblegum. That doesn't mean Princess Bubblegum agrees. So at that point, when Princess Bubblegum gets kidnapped, now he's back on Finn the hero to, to save her. Okay, no, his, that was... His permission so Finn would never think that on his own. But he's I, kind of a dumbass. I know, but but Jake's there, and he should know. Yeah. He should know and start screaming at him. Yeah. I don't give consent, Finn, and that means anything you promised him doesn't mean anything, because vis-a-vis... It's like, you know, yeah, you're yeah. not asking your father's permission. It doesn't matter. Right, you, know, right. you don't actually need it. So, um, yeah, uh, Finn's a fucking idiot. Just should have said, Ice King. Here, yeah. you can have her. Go, fly away. I'll meet you at your, meet you at your ice castle. So, yeah, so anyhow, this, this amazing... Uh, multi-legged uh, chase scene ensues with Finn and Jake chasing after the Lich, the Ice King chasing after Finn and Jake. Um, Finn and Jake trying to ignore the Ice King as much as possible. The Ice King is is so fast, though. Like, he races after Finn and Jake, at some point goes back, kidnaps Princess Bubblegum, and then catches up with them. Well, that's the power of flight, baby. I know, I know. It's a great superpower. I wish I had it. Uh, you know, start working on it. I'm working Talk on it. Talk about meditation, you know. Do some of that yogic uh, meditation. Start uh, hovering. Okay, I'm going to. That's uh, by next episode. I will. And then work on yoga fire and yoga flame. <laughs> I mean, if I really meditate, the superpower that I want, I just want to be able to summon a um, uh, ancient psychic tandem more elephant. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know it's. You know that's what you want. So, he, okay, wait. Do I have it on me? Let's. We're going to pause this conversation for a second. Okay, I'm ready to pause this conversation. There's not really pause. So because so I should keep talking. We were talking about no. We were talking about. Uh, oh well, I was saying how I found psychic each in tandem psychic war elephant like it's in the wrong order. Uh huh. That's why I struggle with it. Okay. So Merriam-Webster tweeted out the other day that in English, uh, the order of adjectives are. Uh-huh. Opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, purpose, noun. Okay. So. Ancient psychic tandem war elephant. So, but ancient should be age. That is age. But, yeah, so, but that's the third thing on the list. So would Okay, what's the first thing? Opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, purpose. Okay, so. And then noun. So war is the purpose. That should be last then. Yeah, war elephant I'm fine with. Psychic is... Where would psychic fit? See, I think psychic would be opinion. Why would that be an opinion? Isn't that an attribute? Well, it's opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, purpose. So ancient psychic would be shape. Psychic tandem, I guess, would both be kind of shape. Shape? Tandem is shape. Ancient tandem psychic war elephant? Yeah. Well, anyway, so the point is, it's opinion, size, age, shape, color, origin, material, purpose, followed by the noun. Um, I th- I'm i not saying it breaks that rule, but I think that's what's, what's stopping me up. It feels like it's breaking that rule. Okay. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just not sure what order to put them in that would oh, make I don't, it easier. It's, yeah. Have you, it, have you, have you experimented? Yes. And it's probably, there is no order. I think they're just awkward words in a sequence. Uh-huh. And it just sounds that way. Oh, I keep hitting the mic. Uh, and it just keeps sounding that way uh, to me. I just wanted to explain it because I couldn't put it into words when we were talking about it last time. Uh-huh. And then I ran into that. I'm like, oh, that's exactly it. It, it sounds like it's it's in the wrong order. <laughs> you know, gray old instead of old gray. Yeah. It's like, ah. Yeah. Okay. So Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, the, the the lich's goal is to reach the well of power, his well of power. Mm-hmm. And when he gets there, he shoots up this cloud of like green, ghostly faces and stuff that totally looks like the mushroom war cloud. Yes. So I guess I'm not sure that it's ever really stated explicitly that the lich caused the mushroom war. The lich started the mushroom war, but from that sort of thing, it seems to indicate. Yeah, it I don't me. know about explicitly, but I think it's. I think it's so heavily implied that it's that it's yeah yeah true or maybe the mushroom were unleashed the lich somehow no because i think the idea and this goes back to my whole mahabharata thing is that the lich is like the 
the force of the chaos force, like the chaos comet. So he just uh-huh. keeps returning, you know, right. like like the whole heroes being reborn and the villains being reborn. Uh, yeah. So he this is just one his rebirth into this world to just try to destroy it. So is the lich uh, actually the embodiment of one of the comets? Because I know that there, at some point it's uh, implied that Finn also is. I think all of them. It's like the the, the, the I. I they're th- not to keep going back to Monobar, but I think it's like the Pandavas and the Korovas. Uh-huh. I'm not sure about that second name, but um, I think that's just the, they're reborn, like the the four principal slime, blah blah blah, uh-huh. slime, candy, flame, slime, candy, flame, and ice. Ice. Uh, they keep getting reborn into mm-hmm. like different different aspects, and this is just the aspect that we know right now. And I think a lich is the same thing. A lich is just like the destructive aspect that keeps getting reborn. Okay. Finn is the 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 Creator. creator aspect or the the Protect, warrior aspect okay, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, arjuna. he's the preserver yeah he's arjuna yeah 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 is he arjuna yeah, yeah. all right jake is uh probably bishma <laughs> yeah and the ice king is uh just you know not some jerk Drop he's it. one of the rock the king, the no, he's really, he's, no no he's hanuman the hanuman. monkey king <laughs> does hanuman show up in the mahabharata mm-hmm. oh really yeah um i don't remember that I mean, Arjun or or one of his brothers like goes off and like starts hanging out somewhere and he runs into runs into. So, yeah, it's it it, um, opening. things. Um, It depends on which one you read. There's not a lot of like uh, there's not a ton of English translations. So there's the I've never read it. It's huge. Yeah. So it's too big to read. (laughs) There's the too big to read one is fucking huge. And I and I read most of that. I mean, kind of skipped over what I will call the bagots. Like there's a whole Uh bunch of like, I don't actually need to read this. Right. Uh, But there's a really good. The one on Audible, I forget the name of it, but it's like this hyper, hyper condensed. It's only like 24 hours, 25 hours of audio. Oh, wow. And that's just the plot. Mm-hmm. And I think that one might have the Hanuman. But then there's another one that's like uh, the kind of standard English truncated version where it's like just the major stories mm-hmm. uh, told in a kind of somewhat modern, you know, modern to probably 1800s, 1900s uh, English. Huh. And that one's super long, but it's not like... The direct translation long, which is just, I mean, it's like three million words or something. It's fucking yeah, massive. It's anyway, okay, so. Okay, so. The will, the the, the, the well of power, Finn uh, confronts uh, him. The and, lich, yeah. and breaks the gauntlet. The gauntlet gets destroyed. But yeah, like, like right away. Like yeah. it doesn't even, he doesn't even get to use it on the lich. Like it yeah. just gets, it just gets crushed. And it's, I mean, the fact that like they fit this whole, this whole scene into like a 12 minute episode. So there's not a lot of time for things to develop. A lot, but yeah, like the gauntlet being this, you know, basically the key to stopping the lich, and then it's just gone right away. Like it's so uh, bleak. Like it looks bad. Like Finn is a thirteen-year-old kid in a pink sweater yeah. going up against this primordial force of undead evil that's trying to like destroy all life, and all he's got is like a magic dog who can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's pretty good though. Yeah, better than not having a magic dog. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, so that's where uh, we discover that the power of liking someone a whole lot um, can be used to defeat the lich. Yeah, which I enjoyed him taking his sweater off and then feeding it through the lich's. Oh my god, it was such and a just great... pulling his head hard up. Oh explode. god, I loved yeah. that. I loved that so much. Uh, and it was yeah, it's such a satisfying uh, uh, defeat, even though it's not. We know it's not permanent. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah it's but uh, but it's definitely. It's definitely a start. And it's just so great because, like, the lich is just laughing. Like, Finn isn't going to be able to do anything. But then, pop. Yeah. And then crunch. Um, uh, the Ice King drops Princess Bubblegum into a vat of evil. Uh, the, into, the, into the well. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a cliffhanger. It's a, it's a horrible cliffhanger. Like, you see PB sinking into the green ooze. Yeah. And the secret of the ooze. And then, That's the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. And then it's over. It is. Um, I have to so like my favorite line in this. The Lich King gets most of the good lines in this, but my my favorite line is it is where uh, the Lich King has or Ice King has Princess Bubblegum, and they're sort of up at top above the subway station where where the where the Well of Power is, and uh, the Ice King is you know talking about how scary it looks. And he's like, "Well, holes are holes," and he just flies right. Yes, that was like, fun. That's so gross. Uh, my my line I enjoyed is uh, this is our first fate of the world type deal. Oh yeah, 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 which yeah. Is fun. yeah. yeah. Uh, which is great, and it's true. You know, I mean, it's uh, this this episode um, really bumps up the scope, really bumps up the the scale. Indeed, 
Yeah. Uh, let's do a segment. All right. Hey, Alex. Uh, hi, Eric. Would you like to exchange shiny rocks? Oh, I would. Uh, I have a list here for all of you uh, Scrabble players out there. Ooh. Uh, myself being one of them. These are um, high point words that are obscure and hard to use. Okay. So I'm just going to bang out a few of them. Uh, what letter do most of those start with? Uh, they, they It switches around. Okay. So the first one is D-H-I-K-R. Deeker. Yes. Which is, uh, guess these if you know any. Okay. Uh, that's a Sufi religious ceremony. Okay. Uh, Pakzi. Pakzi. P-A-C-Z-K-I. That could be pronounced anyway. That's, that looks that's po- that Polish. That Polish. Yeah. That is a round donut. Oh. This one you know. Schwitz. Schwitz. Yeah. I don't know if I... A schwitz is a, a sweating. It's a it's oh, Yiddish. Okay. Uh, Rustisted. R-U-D-I-S-T-I-D. R-U-D-S? R-U-D-I-S-T-I-D. Rudisted? Yeah. I have no idea. It's a cone-shaped extinct mollusk. Oh. Uh, here's, another, here's another one for the Jews out there. Mikvah. Mikvah. Yeah. As a place of ritual bathing. Oh, cool. Uh, Dehiana. Dehiana. D-H-Y-A-N-A. Dehiana. Oh, I've heard that one before. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, uh, a type of Hindu meditation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Are there any other fun ones here? Uh, ooh. Just because I have no idea how to pronounce this. O-U-G-I-Y-A. Ugia? Ugia. That's the monetary unit of Morantania, a place oh, I've never heard of. Morantania. Yes. Yeah, I've been wanting to go there. So those are those are some good Scrabble words. Here's one of my favorites. CWM is a valid Scrabble word. Don't know what it means, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's a good one because uh, they're shitty vowels. Actually, let's look it up. What it means. Uh, that is a steeped hollow at the head of a valley or mountainside. It sounds Welsh. Yeah, yeah I was going to say it's, it's Wales. Uh, Eric, uh, do you have any shiny rocks? I do have some shiny rocks. So uh, I usually don't uh, share shiny rocks, but um, I started reading this uh, book, A History of Istanbul by uh, uh, Bettany Hughes. Wait, not Constantinople? Oh, uh, we've already got, I've gotten past the Constantinople. Oh, it's probably nobody's opinion but the Turks. Well, I mean, Bettany Hughes has an opinion. Yes, yes, everybody, yeah, yeah, this isn't, this is an old joke. You've... It's not an old joke. They might be giant song. You just dug up a dead horse. (laughs) No, it's a they might be giant song. There's a joke. Let me talk about my shiny rocks. Yes, I know. Istanbul or Constantinople. Yes, yes, yes. Anyhow, uh, she's got a great vocabulary and used lots of... I I honestly, like, I'm reading it on my e-reader, so it's really easy to look words up. Yeah. But every time I come across one, I'm like, all right, I'm saving this. This is going to be a shiny rock. How many do you have? Um, I have uh, four, one of which I know you will know. Okay, so I have a chance of getting three right that I'm going to bet I get, I'm going to bet I miss one. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. All right. First, littoral. Littoral. L-I-T-T-O-R-A-L. Uh, uh, it's like relating to like the liturgy, like a... Uh, nope. No. Is that not littoral? No, it's not. It's, it's Related not. to the law? No, no. Oh, okay. You're way I, off. Oh, You're I'm get, getting I'm further get, away. Okay, no, what is it? Uh, it's uh, pertaining to the seashore or inhabiting the Ooh, shore. I didn't know so, that like, one at all. There is a... I'm going to get none of these. ...littoral fishing village or... Oh, uh, you know what? The starfish is Thought, a littoral right? creature. I never would have gotten it, but now that you say it, I have heard that word before. Yeah, I think I'd heard it before too, but I... Never, yeah, no. I was sort of like, what the fuck is that? Maybe after half an hour of guessing. <laughs> okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Now I'm sad. I'm going to get all these wrong and look like an idiot. Sfumato. Sfumato? Sfumato. How do you spell that? S-F-U-M-A-T-O. S-F? Uh-huh. Sfumato. It probably comes from some old Italian language, like, you know, Sforza. Sfumato? Sfumato. Christ. All right. No, I don't. Man, these are good. Sfumato uh, is an adjective meaning uh, having vague or misty outlines where the colors and shades are intermingled, and it's used in describing um, types of artwork frequently. Sfumato? Yes. Well, I don't even think I've heard that word. Yeah. You should read more books written by pop archaeologists, I guess. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I think you might know this one. Okay. Stoa. Stoa. S-T-O-A? Mm-hmm. Doa. Oh, I do know it. Um, I use that, I've used that in Scrabble. Stoa. Uh, is that a butthole? No, that's stoma. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're a butthole. <laughs> well, like a there's a prostome and a protostome when like when you're uh. in utero, like one starts with one one tube and one starts with a tube that goes all the way through. Like basically, you grow from your asshole first, your mouth first. Oh, um, but that's not stoa. I never really thought about this. That which came first, my asshole or my mouth? I think humans are assholes first. Oh, that makes sense. That seems to be how we live our whole life. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, nature versus nurture. Mm-hmm. Stoa. Ah, fuck me. Um, it's an easy one. You're gonna, you're gonna kick yourself. You want me to tell you? Yeah. It's a roofed colonnade. Oh, you know, maybe a, I didn't know that one. It's a roofed colonnade, and uh, the. I think I just knew that as a Scrabble word because <laughs> I knew I knew I could play that on the board, but no, I don't think I knew that so, definition. So the Stoa is the Great Hall of Athens, where Zeno uh, founded Stoicism. That's where Stoicism gets its name. Oh fuck! Okay, then hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, then, you I, definitely. Yeah. Have come I knew. Across. I knew what that was twenty something years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and then finally, this is horrible. I'm gonna kill myself. No, it's okay. The last word you're gonna know. Yeah, you said that about that last one. No, I didn't. Well, I thought you might know it because of the Stoicism. All right, fine. Okay, the last word is uh, quixotic. Why would I know that word? Well, why wouldn't you? Because you know what? What am I? Some kind of fucking guy that like tilts at windmills all yeah, day? Yeah, like come on, tell us what the word means. Yeah, it's from Don Quixote. It, it means is. like you know. Tilting at windmills, you know, uh, yeah, it's, uh, a thing you can't Idealistic accomplish. and unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think quixotic is one of those words that maybe uh, they, that we can feel smart about knowing, but there might be some people, uh, some listeners who haven't heard it before. True. Uh, uh, I uh, of, of those four, I think quixotic is probably the most. Yes. And uh, of those four, I definitely used Stella in Scrabble, but I did get quixotic one time and I lost the game. Because I was so close to playing Quixotic that I refused to play well. I just kept hoarding the letters. Oh, no. I, I just wanted to play Quixotic. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like there are those moments in Scrabble where you have to go for the the elegance of the game instead of just the points. And you should get you should get uh, yeah. extra points for being elegant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like especially if you can find like something that hangs off the other that makes it hilarious. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like you I got like always love that. Like cock and then you know like a like a pigeon and underneath you put like balls. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just something <laughs> something just really really stupid. Um, oh, here's here's a fun. Um, um, I just I have to look it up. But do you know the uh, the longest word you can play in Scrabble or the the highest points? I mean. Oh, I do not. I do not. Um. I'm excited oh, there though. There, do, yeah. Aren't you kind of excited? There's so many shiny rocks for you to left left for you to explore. Yes, that you this might not is know. this is uh, very exciting for me. Uh, <laughs> damn it! Well, okay. So I wanted to find out what the word is, but um, uh, if you play, oh yeah, there it is. So if you play, damn it! Oh, oxyphenbutazone. Oxyphenbutazone? Yeah. So you need to have two hanging tiles in the uh-huh. up and down three column. I guess horizontal three column will work as well. Um, uh, so it's basically, it's, it's, there's a version of Scrabble where you play with the other person to try to make the largest combined score. See, that sounds fun. Why don't we do that? I don't know. I've never played that version. But if you play that, it's worth 1,778 points. No way. That one word. Because it's three <laughs> triple word scores. I think the Z lands on a double or triple. The Z might land on a triple. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a fucking monster. Uh, that one I've never seen played. I only, the only thing I know about it is that's a thing. It's possible. That, yeah, yeah. Mortal Recoil. Mortal Recoil. I like the part in this episode where there's that lady with the three boobs and then like the, oh, yeah, the one yeah. lady goes two weeks. I really two like, weeks. I like the other part. I like the part where, um, I think it's Finn. He shoves that thing up his nose and he pulls out that giant glowing orb. Yeah. And then like his past self has a message for him that's yeah. like get your ass to Mars. I like get when, your ass to Mars. I like when Jake was revealed to have a Kawato growing out of him. Yeah, that was real <laughs> real gross, but it kind of makes sense. A little little mini Jermaine. All right, so anybody not in their 40s, we're referencing a movie called Total Recall starring Arnold Schwarzenegger that came out in about 1986. Uh it's worth watching. Go watch it. You really should. Uh I'm sure John and Alex Hate Stuff has an episode covering Total Recall. I don't think we did Total Recall, to be honest. Hey, you we had did. it. We were going to do a theme month of movies with remakes that like suck uh-huh. uh, or something along those lines. But we never, you know, John and I don't ever get anything together. So. <laughs> uh, this, one of the things that, so this episode opens with a title card uh, where your point of view is inside a grave. And you're looking up out of a grave at like all these other characters sort of gathered around, which totally, if you're, if you're on the edge of your seat waiting to see what happens, it's sort of like, oh, fuck. Princess Bubblegum is dead, yeah. and this this is about her funeral. Like, what's going on? Um, but she's not dead. 
the episode starts with the doctor ice cream and nurse pound cake, like wheeling her into the infirmary hospital in the candy kingdom. She has uh, the, her diagnosis that she's totally gross over 90% of her body. Uh-huh. And yeah. the other 10% is crazy nasty. <laughs> and she looks kind of gross. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then they like hook her up to some sort of machine. Like, does bubblegum have a heartbeat? Like, what are they going to be measuring? Well, they were measuring her sugar levels. So, I guess, yeah, except uh, that the numbers on the screen were pi. Well, it, it said 3.14159, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it but pi like, is made out of sugar. Oh, shit. Good point. Yeah. Okay, okay. This is science. I think peeps would be behind this. You know, 3.14 reversed it spells pi. Four is the P, the one is the I, and the three is an E. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's. I just fucking blew your mind with that kind of fucking I, sacred geometry. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Exactly. <laughs> I just solved like life, universe, and everything right there. Just, oh, just man. On the floor oh, now. oh it, this is the end. This is the end of everything. Uh, yeah. So this is like, you know, just following right on the heels of the last episode and, uh, Peebs is in trouble. Indeed. Uh, yeah, so they kind of recover uh, her a little bit. I have a note saying Ice King is old. Ice King is old. No, but I mean, is that a point in this episode? Yes, why am I, yes. What, 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 why was that? Um, there's a point at which uh, he is in the room, in the in the room where uh, Peebuts is being operated, PB is being operated on, or and... He makes some comment about it. He's like, it's not like I'm old or something. And everybody sort of stops and looks at him. And one of the princesses is like, but you are old. And everybody's like, yeah, you're really old. And he then sort of is like, oh, my God, I'm old. And he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. That's dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But we do learn that uh, uh, Princess Bubblegum is possessed. Um, And there's a few real obvious things i mean as a viewer you know she's a different color like her eyes have a little weird green glow she's going into weird uh, contortionist weird contortion that, that are yeah. all there, yeah. there's so many things in here that are like references to the exorcist which i just really love um and then peppermint butler reacts to her like that was a, great like a cat yeah he, he just, hisses yeah, jumps back and hisses and he just it, runs yeah. away and yeah, it's like, really yes, copy but pet butt and then uh there's also i and this i don't know about this one so <clears throat> when Princess Bubblegum like sets everything on fire and Jake goes running out of the room, he's yelling, Oh my gob, oh my gob, oh my gob. Don't they usually re- yell, Oh my glob? Well, glob's dead. Not yet. Glob is still alive. Yeah, I shouldn't be watching later episodes. <laughs> I just got my, my, my shit all confused. Yeah, glob is still alive. But is it glob, gob, and grob? Is gob one it's of the. It's glob, golb, and. Grob? I don't remember. I can't remember either. But so, but but Gob, I think, is the super evil, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Anyhow, it comes uh, later. It doesn't matter. One of my favorite uh, plot points, or like sort of ongoing things in this, is the revelation of uh, Wizard Eyes, like how Wizard Eyes work. Oh yeah, like basically he's just tripping face. <laughs> it's just yeah. constantly tripping. He's yeah. like, he's like, I saw this. You know, Ice King reveals that he he knows that Princess Bubblegum is possessed. He's like, yeah, I saw this thing move into her, but. You know, I've got wizard eyes. You can't tell what's real and what's going on. Yeah. And you know, th- it shows the world from his point of view, and it's just a hallucination. It also explains uh, a theory that I've had about Ice King a little bit, or like the metaphor for Ice King. Uh-huh. <clears throat> if you've ever met like a truly burnt out hippie, you know, like Boomer, that's done way too much acid. Oh, yeah. Very Ice King. Yeah. Like, especially now that they're like old and grumpy and like uh-huh. sort of Republican, but still think they're on like the winning side. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're just hallucinating. Yeah. Constantly. 60 years ago, I was for black rights, but now they're, they've gotten a little bit out of control. Like that, that kind of, uh, yeah. I was at Woodstock. Yeah. That, that's very much Ice King. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally, yeah. He still only listens to like Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I'm really I was really happy when uh, Doctor Princess showed up again. I think she might be my favorite Adventure Time character now. Doctor Princess is pretty delightful. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna start shipping Doctor Princess and Peppermint Butler. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm into it. Okay. I'm, cool. I'm, yeah. I, you have you have my blessings. All right. Thanks. Thanks. See how easy that is, Finn. Yeah. 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 See, Finn. All you have to do is like ask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Finn. Um. The. Uh, yeah, and then there's a point at which so so finally they actually get Ice King to help. So Princess Bubblegum goes super nuts. 
starts just rampaging and yeah, she starts chugging like gasoline and, yeah, and other horrible, awful, things. awful yeah. stuff. Uh, and they actually get uh, Ice King to help, and he does. Like th- this is sort of this maybe this is the first time that Ice King is actually helpful and and kind of on the good guy's side. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that he ever really is entirely on the good guy's side because he's a fucking lunatic, but but he does help. He does truly have a he does. No, I don't know. I, I was going to say something about how, you know, Ice King really does have feelings for Princess Bubblegum, but does he? Like, I don't think so. I think he's fucking insane. I mean, I is horny a feeling? Horny is a feeling. Okay, you know, he's got feelings for her. He's horny for Bubblegum. Yeah. Uh, so's Finn. Yeah. They're, everybody's horny for Bubblegum. Yeah, exactly. You ever smell Bubblegum? Shit smells great. I know what... Okay, this is a little bit of an aside. Not that we've ever done this before. <laughs> no, no, no. Never a Where on. does the smell for Bubblegum come from? Oh, Oh, God damn it. I actually looked this up one time. There is a re- Shit. We need to know. Oh, God. Oh, there's look a it reason- up. Look it up right now. There's a reason it's pink, too. I looked this up one time because I had the same pink? question. It's it's supposed it's the artificial... Uh, uh, why... Or what is bubblegum? What is bubblegum? What is bubblegum? Who is bubblegum? Okay. Who is bubblegum? I'm going to keep talking about this because this is a question that this episode tries to answer because... I, so Princess Bubblegum goes berserk and she's possessed and she turns into this giant black hairy monster and goes rampaging through the Candy Kingdom and uh, gets into a fight with the um, Gumball Guardians and uh, isn't able to just immediately take them out, which I think is a is a testament to the Gumball Guardians' power. Uh, Ice King freezes her, she falls over and shatters, and they salvage what Bubblegum they can from the remains and are able to somehow recreate princess bubblegum from her shattered pieces yes which does sort of beg the question who is bubblegum and not just what is i mean she's sentient gum she's the avatar of of candy she's the avatar of candy and she's sentient gum but does that mean that she could be reconstituted from any small part of gum i think any small part of herself i think i think she's like I, i think she's a wolverine She's a Wolverine. Yeah, she's like, you know, I mean, you know, like like uh, Logan, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because one of the things that happens is, you know, when she comes back, they announce that, like, now they only were able to uh, save enough bubblegum that she's 13 years old. Yeah, and you and actually, they animated uh, Finn getting a boner, which was kind of amazing. What? Yeah. What? Finn got a boner? No, I was just thinking. <laughs> you ever see that scene in um, uh, the original Little Mermaid? Where they're, they're on the boat and her and Eric are getting married. The priest gets a hard on for like a good amount of time. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, he's just like totally erect. It was, yeah, we, we watched it when we were like in high school. They did a re-release and we went just for the boner scene. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, you ever see uh, Monty Python's Meaning of Life? I, I very much have. Uh, at the beginning, the during the Every Sperm is Sacred song, one of the lady dancers isn't wearing any underpants. Oh, is that true? And my brother was just so obsessed with that. He'd always pause and like move (laughs) the VHS tape back and forward and he'd be like, look, look, she's not wearing underpants. And it's like, that's great, Nick. All right. So uh, (laughs) bubblegum flavor is Uh just kind of a a combination of fruit flavor. So there wasn't a good story behind that. The reason it's pink is because the original recipe is like a dingy gray color. Yeah. Uh, So the guy doing it added a red dye that got diluted to pink because it was the only one he had. Oh. So literally it's that color because one and guy. And what about the smell then? Um, I think the smell is just a combination of uh, of synthetic of uh, fruit synthetic. flavors. Because it's so weird. Like we all know what the bubblegum smell is. Yeah. Huh. But uh, yeah, uh, it's it if uh, chickle is the natural rubber that it started with, chickle. but uh, most of it's synthetic. Is that where we material. get chiclets? That is where we get chiclets. Yeah. Oh man, There's, that is there is the story of bubble gum. Okay, it's not as uh, interesting as the story of uh, Princess Bubblegum. But... No. Oh, but by the way, with Princess Bubblegum, I did find it fun because uh, talk about like ethicality of sex in this universe. Uh-huh. Everybody wants to fuck this underage kid, Finn. Here's a person showing ethics. Ice King has only been interested in PB to try to kidnap her and marry her. They say, PB is 13 now. He goes, ah, that's it. I'm out of here. Yeah. Because he has ethics. He says, nope, too young. He does. He he's has. He's like the only person. He has show. a code. <laughs> Get the second it, it, worst villain of the show. He's yeah. literally showing us that there is a good side to him. Like he helps and then he shows that he has a code of some sort. Yes. Well, I mean, maybe not a good side, but a less, you know, like a not as bad as it should be. Given that yeah. everybody else... Is like weird, like uh, statutory people. Yeah, he, like he, everybody he, wants to hump Finn. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, they we we uh, dolly in on the creepy snail with the lich eye, saying like, yeah, like he's the still, lich is still there. around. Yeah. So, which which is which is terrifying foreshadowing, right? Because the lich does return. The lich does continue causing problems, and the lich continues to be just a terrifying presence. Um, so when they made this episode, though, they thought it might be the end of the series and it was going to be the series finale. Oh, for real? So oh. so they made this episode before it got renewed for a third season. Oh, that's surprising. I guess, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess I didn't got popular. I, that's what we're, we were discussing in a very early episode that we don't know, like, the history of when the show got popular because yeah. it became, like, a massive hit after a while. Uh, yeah, I guess, so I guess season three at, at minimum because season mm-hmm. one and two, it wasn't quite... Yeah, it, it got meteoric. I mean, everybody had you know fitting Jake toys, etc. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh man, there was a uh, I saw a young lady at uh, Soak who had um, like an Adventure Time dress. It was just a dress covered in Adventure Time stuff. Oh, that's awesome. It's kind of cool. Hey, speaking of that, that has nothing to do with it, but Soak reminded me. Here's another good Scrabble word for you. Okay. Souk, like S O O K, like a like an Indian bazaar. Oh yeah, or, or like S O U K. Yeah. But, no, but it, it, it can also be S U Q. Souk. Really? Yeah. So it's not a Q without a U, so it, it's, its usability in Scrabble isn't that great. Wait, but so it, you're saying, I thought you said it was just S U Q. Oh, but the U and the Q are in the wrong order. In the wrong order. So okay. it doesn't solve the, you know, the thing with Scrabble is finding a way to use Q without the letter U. Yeah. But S U Q is a nice three letter Scrabble word. You that know? is. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll remember yeah. that. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, so let's, uh, I don't have anything else on Mortal Coil. Uh, yeah, I mean, episode. I'll say, you know, uh, Melinda Hill returns as Dr. Princess, uh, Isabella Akers plays a young Princess Bubblegum, um, and, uh, I, I love this episode. I think it's a yeah. really amazing one. I think, um, it's, the character development in the Ice King is great, uh, the whole thing with Princess Bubblegum turning 13 is great, like. I am, my, my main thing about this is. It had to be network interference that this wasn't the last episode aired. Yeah. It's that's this is bananas. This is such a last episode of the season episode. Oh, it's an epic episode. A, like, and, I mean, unless the network went, no, we can't end on such a fucking weird. Yeah. Sort I mean, of down that's that, that would be my thought is like these last the these lich episodes are so dark and so heavy. Like there's so much crazy weird ass shit going on. And each of them is like there's so much stuff shoved into like 12 minutes of episode. Yeah. I could see the network being like, no, 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 no. You have to end on a end on a high note. Yeah. So why don't you have some ghosts try to murder the main characters? So uh, I'm looking forward very much to having season three start. I haven't seen oh, season too. three in a long ass time. Same um, here. Eric. Yes. Who won this episode? I remembered. Uh. Well, I think that I think that we're we're really I think that there are three characters who ha- okay. who are really strong contenders. All right. Uh. First. Uh, Peppermint Butler. Okay. For his cat hiss. Yep, yep. Um, second, um, the snail. Yep. Who who is almost literally like you know we define that sort of like the winner of the episode is like a background character that we enjoyed the most. Yes. And the snail is the epitome of background character. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's constantly. The background. Yeah, like the snail. Like up until Mortal Folly, there was no. Um, since the snail is ever important, the snail is always just an Easter egg that you're looking. And now all of a sudden, the snail has unleashed horrible evil. So I think the snail has a pretty strong uh, chance. Um, I'm, but my vote, my vote's gonna go to uh, Doctor Princess. I'm always gonna vote for Doctor Princess. Hmm. Strong guess. Strong, strong guess. Um... Well, how about you? You know, there was that bird. That didn't look like a crow, but sounded like a crow. That bird was pretty awesome. Here's the thing. I I would be hard-pressed to not say Peppermint Butler. Yeah. Because he hisses like a cat. I would change my vote. I would, I, I'm would. i cool with Peppermint Butler winning the episode. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to pick, you know, it doesn't. we don't have to be of consensus, but I, I feel like we both have good choices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who are some of your other ones? Um... Uh, I was thinking about, uh, the, you know, uh, What's the other doctor's name? Uh, Dr. Ice Cream? Yeah, Dr. Ice Cream. Because uh, I think PB starts eating her at one point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is really fun. And then, um, oh, I had another one. Uh, those are the two I can remember. I had another one in mind, too, but I can't think of it. What the fuck was so it? So Pep Butt? What do you think? Pep Butt? 
Yeah, yeah, I'm going pet butt. All right, pet butt. Pet butt wins. Uh, Eric, let's do another segment. I okay. Hear, I hear that you come prepped with one. Oh my god, I have. Uh, oh, what, your god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I have what I think is going to be uh, a fan favorite segment that I'm going to be calling Fantastic. Uh, Vogon versus. All right. Horrible poetry. Okay. Horrible found poetry. So. Um, uh, my friend Greg Tra, who's a local artist, uh, found this book of, uh, it's called uh, A Special Collection of Original Eastern Star Verses by Warren H. Smith, book number six. Wow. Oh my God, that's terrifying. Uh, let's, um, can you explain what the Order of the Eastern Star is? Yeah, or? the Order of the Eastern Star is a kind of uh, women's auxiliary to Freemasonry. It's, um, it's, it is made up of masons and their female relatives or wives and uh you know it's kind of dorky but it's dorky anyhow these poems though the fact that this is book six of these fuck yeah i can't even imagine um wait let me can i can i do the first one i'm, I'm the poet here would I, you I, would you okay here i would like you to read this one. Oh, do you do you have one picked out yeah yeah oh i didn't want to steal it from you i thought we were no just no no i just want this poem read okay yeah sure good advice yeah. don't read all the way to the end just read through it no i mean read all the way to the end but don't read all the way to the end first i want to he- hear your reaction as you oh just so, so just read it just, aloud just read okay. it aloud read it aloud <clears throat> good advice it's nice to be important it's also important to be nice For we pass through this life only once, never, never twice. Love your sisters and brothers, and very cordially greet them. Keep your words sweet and tender, for tomorrow you may eat them. Wow. Eat? What are you eating? Your words. It's a bad pun. It's It's a bad pun, but it's just like... No, it's terrible. It's it's a terrible poem. It's so terrible. No, no, it's really bad. Just flip to another one. You're not going to find a good one. I have not found a good one in there. Uh, my first meeting. Do you know why some have, so some of the poems have two stars around their title and some don't. I don't know. I don't know. My first meeting. Tonight I hold the gavel and conduct my very first meeting. I'm standing in the east tonight and all of you I'm greeting. And if you hear a sound tonight and the podium is rocking, the sound you hear both far and near is my knees a knocking. And if I cannot say a word, my face is really shocking. <laughs> Sisters and brothers, the reason is, is because so my jaws are locking. But don't worry, I'll be all right, and soon I'll do some traveling. Then in a meeting or two, or maybe three, past matrons I'll be gaveling. Grrr. I wonder if gaveling means like, uh, you know. Oh, boy. All right, I'm going to read one more, and then I want you to read one. Okay. Heck to pay. Oh, Fuck. Yep. Out with the old. In with the new. In Eastern Star, that never is true. (laughs) Without the help of those that are past, there never would be an all-star cast. Tonight at this meeting, I have this to say. Without your help, there'd be heck to pay. That is so bad. It's um, it's some of the worst poetry I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, please, so this please. is just. I would, I would love to like, hear your rendition. And this is book number six. I'm just like. Ugh. I mean, I guess they got all the good poetry out in the first five. Yeah, probably. That that they call that the. Uh, that, wait, wait, wait. I don't know if the show makes sense, but is that their that's their Septuagint? Uh, okay, okay. Here's here's one, and my apology. Ooh, don't apologize. No, never apologize. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. This one's called Smoke. Um, out, but um is e apostrophe m. There's a lot of apostrophe use. I didn't point those out earlier, but yeah. Smoke them out. Okay. The refreshment committee has been dismissed, preparing those goodies we can't resist. But the refreshments tonight may have bought the farm. Sisters and brothers, there goes the smoke alarm. Is that the whole thing? Yes. I just came up with a, with a game, though. All right, you're going to go first. Okay, okay. So find one. I think they're all in the same rhyming couplet. Get you a rhyme couplet, then I have to guess what the, the end of the rhyme is. Okay, I, I've got one. This is one of the poems that I had looked at earlier okay. that I wanted to read because it's so bad. Oh, God, there's there's so many. There's 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 so many bad ones. Well, just let me guess them. Okay. I, I'm, I'm on it. Time to release the gourmet crew. Will it be Jello cookies? Time to release the gourmet crew will be Jello's cookies cookies or detail that is crew 
or Irish stew. Okay. Uh, we don't know, but we will find out soon when we get to <laughs> the blood moon, the refreshment room. Okay. okay. Hey, those don't rhyme. Soon and room do not rhyme. Yeah. Go now during this interlude and prepare to feed this. Three, one more time. One more time. Go now during this interlude and prepare to feed this person nearly dead from quaaludes. <laughs> Multitude. Oh, oh, I was close. I was close. All right, this one is is really really awful. Okay, please. Uh, I'm gonna I'm mostly, gonna get all of them right. Mostly very short words. Okay. A worthy patron must dress the part. Sometimes a tux is not too. That's smart. I can't think of a funny smart. answer. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if the weather's hot, you soon look wilted and gone. The weather's hot. You'll still you soon look wilted, and like some worn out tot. Or thought. T-H-O-T. I don't know. That looks it, it, it would, it'd, be, it'd be good in text. I didn't know how to say that. Gone to pot. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, sometimes it's hard just to survive. Breathe enough air to... Wait, sometimes it's hard to survive. Uh-huh. Breathe enough air so your skin doesn't erupt in hive? <laughs> to stay alive. Oh, that's close. That's close. Okay. <laughs> it's a consuming conflagration. The answer? Constipation suspended animation oh god oh my damn, god close this was even this was better i i feel like wait is that actually suspended? yes suspended oh. animation oh my god we reread it because i have i okay. have the, i thought i knew gonna, their terrible line no no i'm just gonna i'm gonna read the whole poem now wait no just the last line because okay. i want to fill that in first it's a consuming conflagration the answer congregation sus- was what i thought it was because this is all about like fucking <laughs> right get, right get i know together. but it's not no no i don't answer is suspended animation but i literally thought I like even their shittiness. I couldn't predict. Uh, please, please read the poem in, in its entirety. Okay, we we want to give these people uh, all the credit. In the hold world. on, hold on. Let me. Uh, I have to wet my whistle here. Yes. By the way, people at home, here's a little uh, fun grammatical fact. When you wet your whistle, you are w h e t your whistle. Yes. It's like a whetstone to sharpen your taste. Right, right. Yeah. I'm sharpening my chords yes. here. A worthy patron must dress the part. Sometimes the tux is not too smart, especially if the weather's hot. You soon look wilted and gone to pot. Sometimes it's hard just to survive. Breathe enough air to stay alive. It's a consuming conflagration. The answer? Suspended animation. That's the dumbest thing ever. Here, give me that book. All right, you're, you're going to guess, and then we're going to end the episode. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> Eric. Yes, I would like you to finish the rhymes in the okay. poem, "The Wheel of Fortune." Oh shit! Is named after the tarot card? Like probably the Pat Sajak program. Oh, okay, okay. Our wheel of fortune has spun its last uh, wrong its. Uh, we are the winner with an uh, obvious repast. Perfect, all star cast. We don't have Vanna. Oh, my God. It's actually about the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, my God. Are you oh, kidding? <laughs> oh, my fuck. Okay. Sorry. We don't have Vanna. The letters to turn. Our beautiful prizes. Uh, uh, we must earn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much for us to earn. Uh-huh. But our year has spun by and we are the winner. One year ago, we were just... Dinner. Oh, a beginner. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I like dinner better. Now it's all over. A time to retire. A new corps of officers. Uh, Soon erect the spire. Uh, very close. Our oh. chapter must hire. Oh. Okay, we're going to read one more, and then we're going to stop making fun of these people. Okay, okay. Uh, it's just one person. Oh, is this? Oh. Yeah, sh- this is all by one guy. Can't you tell? This is going to be terrible, so... um. I wonder, do we want to have you guess this, or is the original going to be bad enough? Oh, just read the original. Okay. It's never going to be... Mona Lisa. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, exactly. No. no. God. <laughs> Mona Lisa had a smile. You do also. That's your style. Uh, it lights up our fuck. chapter. Is that, is that a come online? Yeah. <laughs> it lights up our chapter from our escort line. Makes the sun shine in and everything fine. You are officially invited to our next meeting. Just bring to us... Your smile of greeting. It's beautiful. Wait, okay, wait, wait, I, I'm kind of obsessed. There's got to be another no, horrible no, I feel here. We have to end there. We have to end there because we have to tell our listeners. You are invited to our next episode with your ears of listening. 
I'm right? listening. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying you to find our closing vespers. You can find vespers. the, the uh, WizBiz podcast on every major podcasting platform. You can find us online at whizbizpodcast.com. We are also active on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch, all at WizBizPodcast. And since you're listening to this, you've probably already been enjoying our podcast, so uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And tell your Adventure Time loving friends about this podcast and tell them to just check out one episode. I feel like this was a really good episode, so please send them to this one. Send them this one. In fact, they have a reserved seat for this one. Oh, boy. And finally. Reserved seat. Oh, no. Tonight you sit. In a seat that's reserved. In a seat we that's want shit. your body to be preserved. Oh. No! For you. Suspended animation again? Yeah, this is fucking weird shit. This is like Claude Rayel. Uh, <laughs> for you need your strength for your return home. Oh. So catch a few winks to the next time you roam. That is a reading from a garbage heap of bullshit that Eric brought. And Eric, thank you very much, because that was delightful. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, so that was our segment, Vogon Poetry. Exactly. We'll Uh uh, catch you on the flip-flop. Goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen, meine Champions. Mwah. Mwah.